This is Alex Faust. You're listening to the Tomahawk Roundup. All right, so what is going on, guys? This is Frank Zorowski here with the Tomahawk Roundup, and I am joined by Alex Faust, the voice of the Los Angeles Kings. Alex, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Really excited to have you on. So you were suggested by the late, great Alex Trebek to replace him on Jeopardy. What does that mean to you, and how do you honor that legacy calling Kings games? <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's quite flattering uh, to, to hear those kind words a couple of years ago, and, you know, so so tragic that we, that we lost him uh, mm-hmm. to pancreatic cancer. Uh, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I look at it in two ways. One, you know, it, it's, it's awesome that, uh, you know, he was a fan of our work, uh, and, you know, I'm still relatively new to uh, Los Angeles. I've only been here for four years, but uh, to, to gain a fan like that was tremendous. And, you know, I, I think from, you know, day to day, you know, that appeals to a, a wide range of fans. And, uh, you know, I think that's the bottom line and probably what caught, uh, you know, the attention of, of Alex is, uh, you know, we're, we're doing a, a show that we can be proud of. Uh, so, uh, you know, very... Very flattering to hear uh, those compliments, for sure. Yeah, it really is. And just going back to your college days, you know, how did your time at Northeastern help you grow for the NHL? Well, you know, I had a lot of exposure to be able to do games, to, to call games in college. And having that firsthand experience is invaluable. I mean, you can learn in a classroom uh, you know, fundamentals in, in the communications field or journalism or, or any related field. But until you actually go out and do it and get that hands-on experience, there's, there's no uh, true way to replicate what you learn in the field. So I am always grateful to my time at Northeastern to, you know, expose me to high-level Division One hockey and Great fans, great building, and uh, you know the head coach and the AD there have been nothing but support, supportive, and uh, it feels like I've been part of a family for a long while there. So it's, it was a great experience, and that's absolutely incredible. You know, when we talk to guys from Hockey East, the same thing comes about. Just the the caliber of the building, the fan experience. Obviously, we hope to get some of that back sooner rather than later, and just just the real idea that this is this is really just a it's almost like a professional but in a college environment where you've got a lot of spotlight on you well it, it, you know the, the comparison that we made for years is it's it's major college hockey right you yeah know, you have major college basketball and college football uh but hockey east is one of the power conferences in the college hockey world and uh it's an experience you know to be able to call games at td Garden. Uh, for several years before graduating college uh, was was a tremendous experience. Being exposed to some of the great uh, media folks in the Boston area and, and getting to build those relationships, uh, it, it was fun. Yeah, it, it's obviously it's a great experience. So during a Kings game for you, Alex, Snoop Dogg himself came up to the booth and was hanging out with you, calling part of the second period. What was that experience like for you and the crew? He's a character, let me tell you. It's uh, I actually, you know, I, I had to be impressed with, you know, not not necessarily the the experience of, of sitting next to him, but just how he handles himself with fans. Um, there, in a packed building, nineteen thousand people, right? You could expect a celebrity to want to, you know, go out the back door and you know not be seen, kind of do his thing and move on. 
he was so gracious with his time and, and spent quality time with people who wanted to shake his hand, get an autograph, take a picture. Uh, that That's what impressed me the most uh, is that, you know, the man knows that uh, his brand is his personality and uh, he is such a, a kind individual. And uh, I think he had a lot of fun uh, working with us on that one game and, and we brought him back uh, the following year. So he's, he's a hockey fan, you know, first and foremost. I think that's a, that's what's come across in, in my uh, couple times getting to, to spend some time with yeah, and that's that's incredible. Just the like you said, a lot of people, you know, just want to go out for a night on the town and just hang out with their family. But Snoop was, uh, from what you had told us, really just wanted to just be there with the fans. Yeah, I mean, that's part of it too for him is that uh, you know his brand is about fun, right? So wherever he goes, he wants it to be a fun experience, and it certainly was that for our fans that night. Yeah, it was. So, um, just a question for you on preparation, changing the subject a little bit. How does a national game preparation, like the one you did between the Blackhawks and the Lightning, differ between a standard LA Kings game? So your audience is a little bit different. Um, you know, when we call games for the Kings, it's same audience or similar audience night after night. Uh, in that, you know, they're watching most games. They know the the stories of each player pretty well. We don't need to rehash the basics too much to them. So we try to go a layer deeper um, in you know going into either a player's backstory or comments that they had made recently. Whereas for a national game, we're introducing a lot of these uh, players uh, to a new audience who had right. maybe not known them before. So we're we're having to take a step back, take a, a you know a broader perspective. Uh, in, in the storytelling department and, and recapping a, an entire season uh, for a team that's that's played that maybe you haven't seen that team play yet uh, that season. Uh, for, for instance, a couple of days ago, I did uh, Kings and Golden Knights on NBCSN, and you know, for many of the things that uh, we went over, it probably sounded like, for Kings fans, we were repeating ourselves, but uh, it was a new audience. And uh, mm-hmm. for, you know, Golden Knights fans who hadn't seen the Kings play a ton you know, since their last meeting. Well, we wanted to, you know, give them a refresher on, on what the season had been like. So it's uh, there. There are a couple of different objectives objectives that you have depending on the audience that's watching your program. And that's really important. Um, something I was taught from a young age, even before I got into journalism, uh, it was from a teacher, and he said, "Frank, whenever you're speaking, know your audience." And I think that's what you did a great job of. With that Golden Knights game, I remember seeing that there was the late game for us in Chicago, so I, I remember catching that one. That was a that was a fun game. Yep, yep, no doubt. Yeah. So, what was the All Star game like for you, calling the game at a- uh, SAP, and how does the environment differ from other games? So yeah, a couple of years ago, got the opportunity to fill in uh, for Kenny Albert on uh, on Westwood One Radio do the NHL All Star game. It's a fun experience. It's very different from a normal game. Uh, you know, the, the crowd is a little bit different, too. There's a little bit more, uh, uh, you know, of a corporate crowd. And, and that's really, you know, one of the things that keeps the All-Star game going is the NHL's corporate partners and uh, the money that they spend. You know, they want to be entertained, too. So right. it's, it's an experience for them. It, there's a huge fan component. I think it's just as much about the game as it is about the weekend and, and the fan fest and all the different uh, ancillary uh, events that go on for the All-Star Game. 
very different uh, game to prepare for as well. You want to talk about storytelling, you know, there's not a ton of hard-hitting action. It's very fast. It's actually a lot faster than I had anticipated because there's very little defense play. There's no body checking for the most part. So, you know, you have to be on your toes. Uh, there are players who wore double numbers. Uh, you know, Johnny Gaudreau wore 13. Uh, there was a second 13 that was on my board. I, I forget who it was, but you have to be ready with, okay, that may not be the 13 you thought. Right. Uh, so so uh, it's, it's a challenge to do, but uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, you get to meet some incredible people. It's basically, you know, like a convention almost. You know, we rarely get in the hockey world because in a normal year we're traveling so much and we're always in different places a chance to come together. Uh, and to uh, to meet one another uh, from around the league and, and the All Star Game is a great opportunity to do that. It's a lot of fun. I like that. Game. Yeah, I like that metaphor, the the convention style, because the traveling. It, you said you said it best. You know, it puts people in different places. You're not able to connect and just catch up and shoot the breeze. And now with that kind of. Uh, entertainment first vibe you're really getting the the connection between like you said the corporate partners in the NHL but also the fans and the NHL because there's so many fan events at this all-star weekend that you said yep exactly it's it's really uh for every walk of life whether you're a diehard fan you're uh you know an executive looking to to shake some hands whether you're a broadcaster and you're you're looking to connect with some of your colleagues from around the league, it, it's a fun event. I, you know, when, once it comes back, I highly recommend uh, going to it. It's it's a fun time. Yeah, certainly is. Um, so going to a particular call of yours that I enjoyed, uh, the Toffoli buzzer beater in overtime in Boston. How do you regulate the inflection on such a dynamic goal like that? Well, I mean, <laughs> you you truly don't expect you can set it up and and describe well you know you have enough time for a shot uh but you you truly don't expect it to happen i think one of the things i've learned uh, especially in a league with as much fast-paced action as the nhl is you have to be prepared for any outcome you have to be prepared for anything that might happen and, and you just speak from the heart right you know, that was a guttural uh, scream a reaction of uh, disbelief uh, that, that it actually happened. It, it was a lot of fun to call. It was part of a great run for the Kings that season, a year in which they, they eventually made the playoffs. And uh, and you just soak it in, enjoy the moment. Um, you know, you can have, in, in preparation for a moment like that, you can have a line or two in your head of, okay, if this happens, maybe I'll go in this direction. You try not to, to memorize things or have it be contrived. And I've, I've gotten caught at times with, you know, a line that I've tried to, to you know, recite verbatim, and it, it doesn't sound the same as when you have a natural reaction. So right. it, it's one part preparation, one part spontaneity, and one part just repetition. If, if you've seen enough hockey, uh, then you know what's possible in, in any given situation and to react accordingly. Yeah, one part spontaneity, one part preparation, and it's really just an incredible. It's an incredible call. I I love. I loved just the the you you put it best. It was a raw reaction, and I I loved that just raw emotion that was put into it. Yeah. So, uh, looking at some of the Kings prospects uh, coming up through the pipeline, like Turcotte, Arthur Kaliev, and Quinton Byfield, what can hockey fans expect to see of these budding stars as they reach the NHL? What's uh? It's an exciting time for the Kings. 
that, you know, I think it, it was a hard last couple of years. And uh, the right now the focus is on the next wave, the next generation. And I, it, it's a, you, know, you have to have a little bit of patience when you're in a, a rebuild like the Kings are right now. But uh, there's a lot of promise on the horizon. Uh, you know, By, Byfield probably uh, has the most intrigue at the moment because he could be any number of things for the Kings uh, going forward. You know, they project him to be a center, but he has some skill and he has some serious size. Uh, so you can you play him in a variety of positions in your top six, theoretically. Where he'll slot in on the depth chart, uh, when he'll be called up to the NHL, uh, is to be determined. But, I mean, the Kings, by many uh, estimations, have the best prospect pool in the National Hockey League. We're, we're really excited to see those guys come up. Yeah, I was really excited, especially when I talked to Alex. He shared the same uh, same energy that you're talking about, Alex. Um, Alex being Alex Turcott about joining the Kings prospect pool, saying you know it was it's they've got a lot of great names and faces coming up through the ranks, and it's going to be a fun team to watch in the coming years. Well, yeah, and you know what, the, the part of it too, when you have a prospect pool that deep, the competition for roster spots is going to be off the charts in training camp over the next couple of years because you have two right now you have too many players on paper that are going to be on that depth chart somebody is going to you know fall off the the list uh, at some point so the, the competition the internal competition is going to be terrific and i think will only help the kings going forward because then you're going to have the cream of the crop go go to the nhl and those who need a little more development just stay down in the minors for a little bit yeah. Yeah, Alex, before we head out today, is there anything else you want to add for our listeners around the U.S., Canada, and beyond? Well, you know, it's it's been an interesting season. Uh, there have been a lot of challenges from the league, from a broadcasting perspective. But I got to say, I, I've been so impressed how great the hockey has been. And, uh, you know, we're, we're waiting for fans to be able to come back in larger numbers to our buildings but, um, you know, especially around L.A., there's excitement about the future. Around the league, there are some terrific storylines and, and can't wait for the postseason to get underway. Alex Faust to the Los Angeles Kings. Alex, thank you so much for the time.